Thursday, August 26th. Thanks for hanging out with us. So today, J.R. Smith being Henri again. There is so much going on in college football that you haven't heard about, and we're going to give you all the tea. And is Daniel Jones as good or better than Mac Jones? We are, uh, and we got a game for y'all today. So wherever you listen to the podcast, please go give us a five-star review. It would help out a ton. Get a screenshot. Share us on the story. Go support the boys. I'm Brett Hammer. That's Jackson Garlitz. Go find him on YouTube. Jackson Garlitz with an X. You can find me on Instagram at BHammerTime with the extra E. So uh, just as a quick recap, because we had to... We did like honestly like six to seven minutes of a podcast and then we had to stop because the audio cut out. But basically, I applied to uh, be a Disney Channel actor and then I was I was going to go to audition this weekend. But then they called me and I just I lost it when I was on the phone with them. I was laughing too hard that I put the phone on mute. So I had to stop. So I hope they call me again. And then uh, the the cookies that Jackson was talking about yesterday. Watermelon, Sour Patch Kid, Smacks, Peanut Butter and Jelly Cookie, a lot better than I thought it was going to be, and uh, that Oreo cookie, I'm a hoe. If you th- you could throw like cream cheese icing on anything and I'll eat it, honestly. But, That's my wife. That oh was God. her favorite cookie. That was her favorite cookie, like by far, and she's much more of a chocolate fan than I am. I'm, I'm actually super basic. I'm, I'm not a huge chocolate person. Yeah, I'm not either. I feel like it's uh, too that- strong of a flavor sometimes. Right, and that's my thing is that I just don't like I like flavor I like things that are tart, right, or like salty more than I like things that are like smooth, like sweet and rich. True. I don't. I'm I'm not as big of a fan of like I, I can ignore an entire thing of Oreo cookies generally, but like I'm a sucker for like Cheetos, right? I feel like I'm seven years old. Dude, how do you but, feel about hot Cheetos? Um, I have so. The really hot Cheetos, right? Like the flaming hot Cheetos, they're good, but they're good to like. It, it's like that kind of good where you eat some, and then you really can't stop, even if you don't like it anymore. You yep. just eat until the bag is gone, and it's the same thing with the like flaming hot cheddar Cheetos. But flaming hot cheddar Cheetos, I enjoy substantially more than flaming hot Cheetos. Hmm. I haven't had those, so I have to try them. Oh, sorry, sorry, the jalapeno. Like jalapeno oh, yeah, yeah. ones? Yeah, I've had those like, ones. I, th- I think the Flamin' Hot are better, though. Oh, see, I'm, I I like the taste of the of the ones more. I just It gets to a point sometimes. I, it, it's not, like, bad for me, but there, it just comes to a point where I'm eating it, and I'm like, dude, I just, my tongue is, my tongue is covered in Cheeto dust, and it's hot. And it's not, like, it's not making me cry or anything. Like, it's not, like, it doesn't hurt me. But I'm just like, I can't taste anything. I can't even taste what this tastes like because there's so much Cheeto dust. I'm just like, you know what I mean? That's fair. That's how my mom is. My mom doesn't even like Flaming Hot Cheetos, but anytime I buy them, she's like, okay, fine. I'll only have a couple. And then she ends up snacking the whole bag just because they're uh, pretty good. I had Flaming Hot Cheetos uh, mac and cheese a couple weeks ago. Not going to lie. It's not good, but it's not as bad. It's substantially better than I would have predicted it to be. And it didn't make me sick. So it was honestly, it was an interesting sensation. I didn't believe that those were real when I first saw them. <laughs> I thought no, it was very real. I, I was like, <laughs> uh, like I'm, I'm being straight up. <laughs> the second that I saw, like I had a friend send me it, sent me a screenshot, and I was like, dude, I sent back. I didn't even check the source or anything, but I was like, dude, I hate Twitter. 
because <laughs> I was like, this is something that they did on Twitter. There's no way. Dude, TikTok has revolutionized the food industry to the point where, like, stuff that you would make on your own, now people are like, oh, yeah, I saw that on TikTok, so I'll make it. So now the company's like, oh, shoot, we'll just produce that on our own. And And I feel like a lot of them actually get their advice from TikTok. I feel like some of them look at TikTok and somebody's they're all just sitting there i think they all just scroll tiktok and someone says guys come look at this and then they start making it i Dude, legitimately think that's what happens i made my girlfriend and i made dinner and dessert i think it was saturday night both of which from tiktok for dinner we had you know those hawaiian rolls like those big slab of like 20 whatever hawaiian rolls right right right, right, right. yeah we sliced the whole thing in half cooked chicken parmesan threw it through the chicken parm on there just like we did we didn't break them apart or anything just like the whole slab cut it in half threw the chicken parm on threw cheese on one side and threw red sauce on the other side amazing so good i highly recommend it's as easy as it sounds and then for dessert dessert was a little bit harder but we got a mini watermelon cut the top off took a like a blender stick or whatever turned all of the watermelon into liquid poured it into a bowl like um, you mix like heavy whipping cream and uh, salt and can sweetened condensed milk, put it all together, and then you've put it and then you put it back in the watermelon and freeze it and it turns into ice cream. Phenomenal. Both meals from TikTok. I am proud to say I am not ashamed. That's nuts. Okay, you ready for this game I got for you? Hundred percent. Okay, so I was listening to the radio today. And uh, you know how the every single I, time you every single time you have like an above average idea, it's because you were listening to the radio. <laughs> dude, look, people do not listen to the radio enough anymore. I think I'm like one of the only old school people who still listen to the radio, but I love the radio. I heard this story; it sparked this conversation at work. This has nothing to do with I with what I wanted to go with, but I'm just gonna say this real quick. I was listening to the radio last week, and this guy was getting married to this girl. Come to find out, so this guy, the groom. It's like his dad and then his stepmom or like his parents or whatever. And he comes to find out the girl he's getting married to is the long lost daughter of his stepmom. And he nope. didn't know. When, he didn't find out until the day of the wedding. Nope. So like I'm telling you, man, you never hear stories like that on ever unless you listen to the radio. But who's the who's the jerk? That like told him on his wedding day. Like, so, didn't tell him. so this is what happened. So for somehow. The mom didn't find out about this birthmark that this girl had. Like, she mentioned it, like, at the wedding. And her mom's like, oh, my gosh. Like, my daughter had that same birthmark. And then, like, I can't remember how, but, like, they did, like, a, like they basically looked up, found that, like, they had a bunch of mutual friends. And then she was like, oh, my gosh. Like, that's my daughter. So, pretty sick. They ended up still going through with the wedding. But it did spark this conversation at work, which we don't have to have here. We can have another time. Because my other friend at work, his sister ended up marrying his third cousin but they didn't find out until after they got married so the question is would you rather accidentally marry your stepsister or accidentally marry your third cousin third which cousin. scenario no easy. easily i would take stepsister easily especially if my stepmom like didn't have a relationship with her i never grew up with her i didn't know her like it no i'd easily take stepsister over third cousin because at think, least i'm and, not related to her i think i think well you have to understand you're also talking to someone who's from Utah, and so you're, like, related to everybody at some point. That's true. You're probably married to your cousin already. I'm just kidding. Your wife's a lovely person. Ooh no, I just I, – I think it would depend on the situation, but, yeah, like, I just 
number one, like, how do you tell them beforehand that the girl that they're, like, about to get married to, right? And then how do you tell them after, right? Like, the girl you're married to is my stepdaughter. But to, to choose the worst of the three options and to be, like, on the wedding day, oh, shoot. <laughs> you know what Dude, I mean? what like, do you do? You have, like, all these people packed in a church and you're, like... Oh my gosh, like making a decision to get married is already hard enough when you're not related to the person. It's hard, even harder when you have a church packed full of people. Everybody's ready to go through with the ceremony. It's this big production. There's so much money put into it. And you're like, well, now I feel like I have to marry my cousin because if I didn't, it would just be an inconvenience to everyone else. It's like if Reddit directed a Hallmark movie. It's just awful. Everything about it is just freaking awful. <laughs> I'm going to make that the title of the podcast today. If Reddit directed a Hallmark movie, that is going right. to be the title. Okay, okay. So, yes, I was listening to the radio. And I – look, I love – I love talk radio. Like, I love the cheesy morning shows. I love sports talk radio. I love all of it. Hope I get to do that someday. Anyway, so there was a survey, survey conducted by Quality Logo Products, and they – this and and i like before i preface this i have to say like you can't take this seriously because if you get upset then we can't have a good time with it so this survey they surveyed i don't even know how many people but they surveyed people on the most offensive college mascots in america so all of these ones all of these top 10 so we're gonna play a little family feud i'm gonna give you um i'm gonna give you eight guesses no i'll give you 10 guesses sorry no, 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 sorry. I'll give you 12. Actually, just kidding. I'll give you 15, okay? So I'm, I'm, I'm settling, okay? I'm chill. I'm going to give you 15 guesses. And I want you to tell – and I, I just want you to guess of all the current mascots, which ones are the most offensive that you think would have made this list. Okay? Is it all sports or is it a specific sport? No, it's just like a mascot. So like, like this isn't on the list, but like University of Georgia, like the Bulldog, that's the mascot. So like – or like Clemson, like the tiger, that would be the mascot. So you have like most offensive college mascots in America. Hmm. Okay. So I'm going to say, I'm trying to figure out where all the sensitive people live, um, but it's not by state. It's, it's, by it's like, more, yeah, it's more about the mascot than it is about the people. Right. Um, Seminoles, Florida State Seminoles. Let's see, is Florida State on the list? Florida State is number one on the list for most offensive <laughs> mascots because heaven forbid that we promote Native and their tribes. Oh, also. Shame on us. Shame on us. Um, Utah Utes? The Utah Utes. The Utah Utes did not make the list. What the freak? We were way meaner to the Utes than the Seminoles. Oh, well. Oh, well. Um, let me think. Would this include the Cleveland Indians, or would that already? Have no, it's been? just college mascots. Oh, just college. Okay. Yep. Um, let's do most offensive college mascots. Okay, but you can't look up the actual survey. No, I'm not looking up the survey. I'm just looking up a list of colleges. Okay, just I'm look. gonna give you. I'll give you a hint. One, two. Oh, I didn't realize. Wow. Okay. Two of these schools have the same mask. Okay. So basically all of them are either surrounding either something to do with Native Americans or something to do with cowboys or like something like that. And then one of them is just really random. So you already got Florida State. Um, Purdue Pete. 
No, but no. close. Good general guess. UNLV running Rebels? Yes, UNLV is on the list. Hey, Reb. I th- believe they actually retired that mascot this year um, because it was so offensive. Um, Idaho Vandals? No. No? Okay. Um, let's do... I'm trying to think. Mm. The Oklahoma State mascot pistol. Yes, Oklahoma State coming in because, as we know from our American history, the actually, I think the only thing I remember learning about in sixth grade is the dozens of massacres when uh, when the Cowboys were herding cattle across America and they would stop to see just Native Americans and just shoot all of them. That's actually the only thing I remember from American history in seventh grade. Um, the Cornhuskers? No, but that, for some reason, just sounds very racist. Like, those <laughs> people would have been racist. But no, Nebraska <laughs> did not make the list. Okay. Um... Okay, you're at eight get or you're at seven guesses right now. Let's and see. you've gotten one, two, three right. And at the end, I'll tell me how many at in because like Family Feud, you know, you get like so many points. At the end, I'll tell you how many points you got. It's East Carolina Pirates. We're not that stupid, right? Like no, East Carolina, East Carolina is not on the list. But okay. that seems like it should be. But I feel like they're just not popular enough to be considered racist. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. Um. Oh, actually, okay, so I guess one of these is, um, I don't understand how this one's offensive, but one of them is, like, I would say deity-related, if that's how you want to call it. Not the Fighting Irish, is it? Um, you're talking about Notre Dame? Yeah, Notre Dame The Leprechaun is one of, is the fourth most offensive college mascots in America. People are so soft, kills me. Can you imagine, like, if we named a school, like the whatever Zeus or Ares or some other fictional character or the unicorn. And like people are like, Oh yeah, that's racist because you're misappropriating a myth from a country's history. I do not understand how leprechauns can be offensive, but yes, they are on the list. Well, it's funny because it's like, that's the same thing as like, like it's the thing you were just saying, right? Like leprechauns aren't a depiction of Irish people. No, of of leprechauns, which are specific to Irish culture, right? And so I don't understand why it would is not okay to like make fun of that one, but it's totally chill to make fun of like, you know, deities within like Greek culture. Kind of weird. And to we make, make but... fun of the Irish for being drunk all the time, but heaven forbid that we put leprechauns up as a mascot. Um. I've 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 known about this one. I don't know the school very well, but it's Chief Illin Illin Illiniwek, um from um, Illinois Urbana Champaign. I have no idea who that is, but I'm sure it's racist. It is not on the list. Okay. Very culturally insensitive, though. Very culturally insensitive. Okay, who's next? You got a? Uh, I don't. Know, you have five more guesses. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think like what else I could potentially because I'm trying to oh um Sparky the Sun Devil yes okay I want you to explain to me why the Sun Devil is offensive 
I can't. I don't. I don't know what it is. Is it because it denotates religion and therefore it it like it excludes people who don't believe in God, or is it offensive because people who do believe in God feel like we're putting way too much power into the devil by creating a mascot out of it? Dude, I don't know. That's super freaking weird. Couldn't actually. I argue I that like, we're it, just, like, celebrating Egyptian culture, like the sun devil, you know, the sun god? Could we argue that, like, no one freaking ca- I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm a little yes, and I think Satan's, like, Satan, like, the caricature of the devil's, like, the worst thing possible, and I don't understand why that's so offensive. Like, I, I really don't get it. Um, Also, this one should have been really easy, but the Aztecs, San Diego State Aztecs. Yes, good for you. Look at you understanding your cultural appropriation. We just played them in last year, and I figure that one's probably... Oh, also, we since BYU's also played them recently, um, Hawaii's mascot. I don't think like the... Wow, rain, you were rain, doing really good. The Rainbow Warriors. How is oh, that shoot. offensive? Aren't we so celebrating the LGBT community with that one? Hey, you're going to get us canceled, bro. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, that's kind of what I always thought it was. Just like, yeah, go LGBT. That's why they're Rainbow Warriors. Okay, um, wow, you're doing really good at this. Shoot. Um, where did he come from? Where did that quarterback come from? Oh, I think Wake Forest. Wake I don't Forest. I he's called, though. He's they're like called a, the, he's like a preacher. The Wake Forest Deacons, I think, is what they're called. I don't know how that's not canceled, but it should be. Demon Deacons? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. That that should be canceled by people. That's like the the Sun Devil one. It's like probably should be canceled by people who are Christian and people who aren't. Right. Um. Okay, you got one more. Freak, dude. Maybe. I think you only have two left. I only have one more guess, though. Yeah, you only have one guess. But if you get this next one right, I'll let, I'll give you an extra guess. And the, I'll give you this hint. Both states, the states border each other, but they're in different states. But they're both the university of that state. They're both it's public not, university. Not the Hokies, right? Nope, that's not the... No, so it's like you, both of them are... Yeah, no, not the Hokies. I'll give you another okay. guess, though. Uh, You're very close, though. You got the state right. Cavaliers? Yes, because Cavaliers, as we know, are notorious for slaughtering innocent people as white males. Look at the privilege on those Cavaliers. Okay, I'll give you one last guess. Oh, dude, I don't know. I'm trying it's to a think state like... connected to Virginia. I gotta look at a map. That also uh, denotates a white male as the mascot. It denotates a white male? So it's like yeah. a cowboy or something? Very similar, yes. Think broke. Oh, never mind. I can't say that. That'll give it up. Plus, it's also kind of weird. Plus, it's also kind of weird. Um, you not know your geography enough to know what states touch Virginia? Volunteers? This is what's wrong with this country. No, the volunteers are not. But volunteers could be white males with privilege. No, so the last one that you didn't get, which I'm actually so surprised that you got almost all of these, is uh, the West Virginia Mountaineers, dude. That's that's offensive. The type of dudes who probably went hiking. I don't even know what a mountaineer even does, but like came home and beat their wives while they were drunk. That's what we celebrate in this country. Look at us. Not to be like, not that we should like. I understand the point that they're making. 
But if we really want to talk about like, th- did you know? Did you know like, like gay people right don't have very high rates like in relationships with one another? Gay people don't have very high rates of like domestic abuse. I believe that actually. Like I've never been like yeah that I could see that gay dude just domestically abusing another gay dude like they seem like pretty happy pretty kind people you can say whatever you want if you're homophobic or whatever like 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 whatever but like i would never like i would feel very safe with a with a gay man but lesbian couples really unbelievable amount of domestic abuse like per like their percentage of the population it's insane like tons of domestic disputes and like batteries like so many Compared to like what percentage of the population they are, it's like thirty times their share of the population. Megan Rapino definitely seems like the kind of woman to beat her spouse, Jeez or just least. anyone who doesn't, <laughs> or just anyone in the locker room who won't kneel for the anthem. Probably. Jeez. Dude, look like for like I feel like people who listen to this know us. I like I'm not racist. I'm not homophobic. Like I'm really not. But it's just like people take things too far. I'm gonna go right there with you today. Dude, I was so surprised. So I was working BYU Sports Nation this morning, and one right. of our one of our hosts, uh, one of our guest hosts, because one of our hosts is out. His name's I won't give his name actually, because I don't want him to get canceled. But he, if you were watching this morning, then you know. So he uh, he used to play cornerback at BYU, and they're talking about who should start for BYU today because they released. They ended up releasing it at the the starter after we finished our show after we finished taping. Um, right. And so this this host he keeps talking about the it factor. He's like, yeah, you gotta get a guy that has the it factor. That's the it factor. That's the it factor. And one of our the the other host goes, he goes, okay, can you like explain to me what it, like can you explain to the audience what you mean by it factor? And he's like, like I don't mean to say this as a race thing, but he's just like, okay, so he's he's black, and so he's just like very high energy. Like he's just popping. He's having a good time. Like just very entertaining language. And he goes. He goes, you know, man, it's like when you go in, like you walk in, you like the if factor is just like when you have a reckless abandon, you don't care. You got that competitive edge. You got that spirit. He's like, it's like when, like if you were to walk into your boy's house and just slap his mom and then slap his sister and just walk out and be like, yeah, man, I got it. Like the, like, and he, he illustrated the point very poorly, but I was sitting there and I was like, we are live on TV right now. And our co-host had to be like, like Brian, we don't condone beating women. He's like, oh no, no, that's that's not what I'm saying. It's just like the idea that you don't care what other people think. Like you just got that fight in you. And I was like, okay, right. probably also not another good choice of words. But speaking <laughs> of getting canceled, I'm surprised we didn't get canceled today. It's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll have plenty of opportunities considering what we're going to talk about. So Okay, yeah. So um, so that we don't go too far and don't get canceled. Dude, so I didn't realize that there was as much to talk about on the alliance as you brought to the table when we were talking before we started the show so do you want to because i knew the whole this is this is one one bit that i just want to add in because i didn't know this um before and then you can spill all the news that you've been hearing but there was when i first found out about the alliance one of the first things that i heard that was definitive about what they were going to do was that they wanted to like they basically wanted to just give a middle finger and an fu to the sec that was like one of their big like points was to be a wedge block and one of the things that they wanted to do was stop the college football playoff from expanding i was like why would you do that because sec is already going to dominate that anyway like you want to get a better chance of getting in why wouldn't you want this to happen sooner rather than later 
it's because this is why. Because we know one thing that the SEC is the favorite child to ESPN. If ESPN, so this is the, I didn't know this about the college football playoff, but if the college football playoff is renegotiated before their contract is up, if you, so if you were to expand the college football playoffs, then you would have to redo their deal. And if you redo the deal before it expires, then ESPN gets the exclusive rights to contract negotiate, which means nobody else has a chance. And if you're, if you're this, these other conferences, I mean, big 12 is primarily goes to, or big 10 is primarily Fox and so is PAC 12 and a little bit of the big 12. If you're these schools, I, and I didn't realize this. I was like, why would you want to keep the SEC? Like, why would you want to block it from expanding? That just gives you less teams. But I understand it now because they understand that ESPN, all they, all ESPN wants is the SEC. They really don't care about everyone else other than just to say we own it in like a monopoly sense. But if this deal gets extended, expanded before it expires, then, ES, then ESPN gets the exclusive rights to it and no one else has anything to say. And if you're one of these other conferences, you do not want that to happen because you know ESPN doesn't care about you. ESPN's pretty happy with the league that they have. Well, and here's the other thing, right? So going into what you were talking about, there's a report, right? Um, and this is coming, this isn't like... It's everywhere, right? So the website that I'm reading it from is not the original source. Um, and I know I'm going to butcher his name. Um, but there's a Fox analyst and former NCAA and NFL head coach, Dave Wanstead, that yep. said he has heard from a source that Oklahoma State and Kansas State are headed to the back 12 and it's done. Um, and he said when it comes to Texas Tech and TCU, their futures are still uncertain. They're not sure what's going to happen, especially since TCU is a religious institution and so is Baylor little bit harder to go and, and like a little bit harder on that front when it comes to this is the exact quote he says quote i was in fox meetings in phoenix a week ago and we were talking a lot to a we were talking and a lot of big 10 people were there it sounds like the big 12 we all know that oklahoma and texas are headed to the sec but it sounds like oklahoma state and kansas state are going to the pac-12 that's done it sounds like west virginia is going to the acc which makes sense with virginia then it sounds like Iowa State and Kansas, they're two schools that will join the Big Ten. There are a few schools, TCU and Texas Tech, that no one knows what they're going to do. Close quote. So that's the full quote. Here's my initial thoughts on this. We don't know if it's – we don't. We have no clue. At the end of this week, the Pac-12 was supposed to announce whether or not they're seeking expansion or not. If they do, it would make sense for them to already have the jump on the gun and to have invited – um, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State makes sense. That one makes sense. Well, they're the only other besides TCU. I'd argue they're the only other brand in the Big Twelve that you would want. Well, Iowa State, I think, would actually be pretty desirable. True, but I don't. Even, I don't history. feel like their brand is that big. Like, yes, they've been good, but if I were to ask you to name me a player on that team, even though they're good, like the average person can't tell you really who's on that team because they're just not incredibly relevant. Right, and but then that's where my question comes in. If you're taking Oklahoma State, that makes sense to me because of their success. Um, and also, this is just me, in their style, they feel very Pac-12, if that yeah. makes sense. They feel like out, out of every team in the Big 12, they feel the most, um, 
I don't know what it is, like the style, the colors, like like everything. It all it all feels very Pac-12 to me, right? Feels very Oregon. Feels very like University of Utah. Yeah. Okay. Um, not so much the political climate, but everything else in terms of style. But here's what I don't get: Why the freak is Kansas State going there? Like, if you, why do you, why do you want them? Like, that makes no sense to me. Kansas, like Kansas, at least you can make an argument for the basketball. Kansas State, like, I don't. There's nobody in Kansas, so there's no like market you're bringing in. Right, like you're not even bringing in like a like a competent like football and like basketball program. I have no clue. And and are they a top like research like tier one in- research institution? I don't think so. So I don't really understand the move there. Um, Iowa State to the Big Ten, sure. I I see that one. That one that one makes sense to me. Um, Kansas, nah, still like it, it's mostly a basketball move. Um. Which so are we pretty sure that the Big 12 is basically going to be dissolved? Or do we think that the Big 12 is going to go out and pick up other schools? Well, we will know this week. Like, once Saturday hits, we will know if the Big 12 is dead or not. Because if the Pac-12 announces that they're expanding, if, if, if the Pac-12 announces that they're expanding, the Big 12's done. Because I don't care what they're telling you publicly. Every single school in the Big 12 would jump for the Pac-12. Do you think... Okay, so because... The whole thing was when, like, this was, when this initiated, when this whole process was conceptualized, like, at the very foundation, the very conception of this whole idea was the rumor, oh, Oklahoma and Texas might go to the SEC. That started this huge whole ball rolling. Then, so... But and then and then we hear like weird rumors. Oh, Pac-12, ACC, and Big Ten are—they're like maybe gonna form an alliance with like scheduling. We don't really know what it's gonna be, but like there's definitely gonna be an alliance. And the, here's the one thing: people say promise it. Rules are meant to be broken. Promises are meant to be broken. Alliances are meant to be broken. If you're like under the age of. 50 and you ever watched survivor you know alliances are meant to be broken because somebody always ends up being able to do a lot better without the alliance it's like in high school when the dumb kids want to get in your group because they know you're going to work hard it's like that's how this feels but so then we have this whole idea where that we, we just feel like they're basically just building a wedge to say f you to the sec and then there's this announcement. Oh yeah, like they're gonna come out and announce it. Like uh, it was yesterday or two days ago. We're which gonna was, actually which was announce so it. Weird. But, it's such a weird thing to like create a press conference over. It's so yes, weird because nothing was actually announced. We didn't learn anything no. that we didn't know. And if you listen to reporters and writers that were actually there, they will tell you the same thing. Barrett Salee, who works for CBS, who covers the SEC, said this was a colossal waste of time. My question is. I wonder if the reason that this that they basically announced nothing was because they told us that they were going to announce an alliance and then a lot of what if just conspiracy hat put the tinfoil hat on me with real quick and and we'll plan this out what if there was an alliance formed but then 
everybody had a back deal going on and everybody found out that everybody might have a back deal going on. And so they're like, well, we can't announce anything definitively because we actually don't know because PAC 12 is going to pick up these guys and the big 10 might be going to pick up these guys. And it's basically a bidding war to pick up these schools. And I wonder if everybody found out too little too late. And that's why they didn't actually announce anything because everybody is trying to check everyone else's hand that they know they're not playing. Well, and actually a really good, like, something that would support your theory is the big 12 is not invited right the big 12 is very much on the outside looking in right because once when the sec took oklahoma and texas it was everybody versus the sec it doesn't seem to be that way anymore it seems like the big 12 is about to like it looks like we're about to see a really brutal betrayal here like some like it, it looks like we're about to watch like this conference get stoned oh right? yeah like, no they're getting be, ripped apart easy Right, and so here's my thing. It all depends on the Pac-12. Once the Pac-12 suggests, like, if if any of these conferences, but, like, the ACC, if they announce something, it, it'd be hard to see them picking from the Big 12. Like, really, who would they take? Yeah, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Like, West Virginia is it. They would probably take West someone from West Virginia, and they'd probably also try and take someone from the Big East. Like, that would probably be what would happen. And if you're the Pac-12... Makes more sense. Big Ten. Here's here's my thing when it comes to the alliance. The Big Ten. You and I would both acknowledge the Big Ten is a better conference in almost every aspect than the Pac-12. I don't. I don't like the Big Ten has no need to be in this conference. I wonder if they joined it just so that they could be on the end, just so they could have an ear into the room. But they actually really don't care what's going on because they don't need everybody else. Well, and so that's what I'm saying is that the fact that the Big Twelve wasn't invited is really significant because of the timeline of the Pac-12 announcing this week whether or not they're expanding. If the Pac-12 announces that they are not expanding, which to me would be stupid, if they announce that they are not expanding then the Big 12 has a shot and they can live. Because what the Big 12 can do, this is just my thought, you invite Houston, you invite BYU, you go ahead and get Boise, right? You get USF, you, you start inviting a lot of these schools. You you can make it, right? It's very difficult and you have to, everybody has to hold the bullet together. So there's a lot of like things that can fall off the wagon, but there's a shot. If the Pac-12 announces that they are expanding, there's no shot. And not only is there no shot, like, you might as well end right there. And so I just, I'm looking at it right now. It, it really will be whatever the Pac-12 says. Because the second, the Pac, you, you know, the set, like, they've already been having these conversations. If the Pac-12 announces we're expanding, the Big Ten is taking some people. Like, they won't even, I don't even think the Big Ten will announce it. I think they'll just do it. No, I think the Big Ten will definitely take Cincinnati. I don't think yes. they'll take Houston, but they could. Somebody should take Houston. Um, but I, the big 12, that's, that's what you got to do. You got, you got to take, you got to take Houston, Cincinnati, USF, Boise state, BYU. Um, and I feel like that ACC, ACC definitely takes UCF. Yeah. Oh, I was talking USF. Sorry. That's who I meant. Oh yeah. I it's yeah. I, I get you. I, I feel like. I feel like the Big 12 would be much more apt to expand and to try something, though, as compared to the ACC. That's just my thought. No, I would agree with you, but I do think... 
I don't know, like, this just seems like everybody is waiting on everyone else to play their hand, and everyone is acting like they're all in on this alliance, but they're really not. I also think this notion that they're going to make it so that no one can play anyone outside of the alliance is also really stupid, but again... If you want, like, their whole thing is that they're building a wedge to stop the SEC. To me, that's the only way I can see you doing it is because then you cause people to question the validity and the clout that the SEC – because, like, right now the SEC is – like, it's its own brand. It's Nike. You slap SEC on anything. It, you slap Nike on a garbage bag. The garbage bag is immediately the value skyrockets from something that was built by slave labor in Vietnam to now it's this amazing product. Whatever. I almost wonder if the rest of college football decides to do its own thing and not mess with the SEC, if people will say, okay, well, we're – like if everyone outside the SEC will say, okay, we're sick of this. We don't even believe the SEC is that good anymore, and now – like, and we'll never know because they're not going to play each other anymore. Well, and here's, here's my big thing. By doing this – because can you name me a team that would refuse an SEC invite – in this alliance no I no mean, ohio state maybe but even i think ohio state would be like yeah sure we'll be down to take all the recruiting the sec gets right and so i just i i don't see here's the way that i see this going and i know that this is different from everybody else i see the way that i see this going is that you're about to see if if the pac-12 announces that they are doing some realignment, I think you see a blitz in the next, like, I think you see a blitz of college football realignment because everybody has to stabilize. Like, you think about it, the, the ACC has one team. Isn't that kind of where we're at right now, though? Everybody's on a blitz. It's it's legitimately an arms race. But, but what I'm saying is that, like, at the moment, we've kind of stabilized to where at the Big 12 is where it is, and anybody can take stuff from the Big 12 if they want, but nobody's choosing to at the moment, right? It, it's the calm before for the storm but i think what will happen is once we knew that the sec was being aggressive right that, that's already been apparent the question is is anybody else gonna be aggressive the answer so far has been no right and for the answer the answer for a while has been no nobody's done anything aggressive in years and years and years in terms of conference realignment and there's nobody they can take from the sec all it takes really from the alliance standpoint was what we'll call it is one if one conference announces they are realigning, it's a bloodbath. And it's because even though they're an alliance, right, quote-unquote, they're they're still competing against each other. You know what I mean? Like the big a Big Ten team that gets in is removing an, a Pac-12 team that gets in. And so I think what you're going to see, I really do think you're, you might be dividing it the same way that you would the NFL. I think you're going to divide it in half. I think the SEC, right, can potentially start moving towards like a, a super conference, right, more than what it already is. And I think the alliance becomes like its own thing. And I think all you start doing is you start dividing it into leagues, don't you? Like, don't you just start dividing it into like leagues like the same with like the AFC and the NFC? Obviously, not exactly equal, very like a little bit different. But don't you just divide it into SEC and alliance? Hmm. I have. I'm going to answer your question with a question, and because we've hit this topic so hard already, I'm going to leave this question for you to think on, and we'll talk about it tomorrow. I did not originate this idea. I heard it from Kirk Herbstreet. 
So every, oh, I don't even want to preface this with this story because then you'll exact, you'll know exactly where I'm going, but to either we need order or there is a major division that's going to come and we're going to basically get different leagues. It's going to be FBS, FCS, and then SEC and ALC Alliance. I have a curveball for you. There's so much division and so much insanity and lunacy going on because everyone can do whatever they want. Basically, there's no control. There's no order. All I'm saying is, look, man, every any every professional sport has how many commissioners? How many they have? They usually have one. They usually have one. But guess what? SEC, oh, yeah, they have a commissioner. A- ACC, oh, yeah, they also have their own commissioner. Oh, Big 12, yeah, they also have their own commissioner, and so does the Pac-12, and so does the Big 10. But that doesn't work in other sports. We don't have the NFC East having a commissioner and the NFC West having a commissioner and the AFC North having a commissioner. We have one Roger Goodell and feel how you want about Roger Goodell, but one commissioner at least keeps order among all the divisions. All I'm saying is I don't even know how it would work. I don't know the legal bylaws. I actually have read the NCAA bylaws, fun fact, and the FIFA bylaws for a sports law class I took. Anyway, I do think – we'll just leave this for food for thought because I think this is a whole other separate can of worms that makes things very interesting but potentially very problematic. What if we got one commissioner for all of college football? I just as a very short like thought on it, just like immediate reaction. I think we do go the way of the NFL, both positive and negative. I think it very like if, if it if it was already a money game, but now it's a money game, right? Like it it is just a business venture, right? It's not called athletes competing anymore. It's just a business venture, and I don't know at that point. I I think you destroy like recruiting like it's like not that you destroy it but you you completely like you morph it because if there's one commissioner i, I don't know we we you're right we will have to go down this route another time because it would be freaking it'd be there's nuts so much that, you have to think about with this and it'd there's be so nuts. many avenues you can take and there's so much you'd have to unpack but it's also it's like there's just, there's just a bunch of children Right, it's just a room full of children, and they're beating the crap out of each other with Legos. They're just destroying each other, and there's an aspect of it that's good because the strongest kid wins. Right, it is a true meritocracy. That's right. right. You know, we love to see meritocracy. Right, and even though like it is a true meritocracy, there are times where you watch like four kids beat the same kid. Right, and like it's brutal and it's awful, and you want an adult to come in, but then if the adult comes in, what fun is it to watch? Yeah, dude, form an alliance with bigger kids or stop crying. Jeez. <laughs> All I'm God. saying is my dad raised me. If there was ever a kid mean to me at school, he said, you pop them right in the mouth because nine times out of ten, they're not coming back at you. Everybody, But was it Mike Tyson said, everybody's got a plan in life till they get popped in the mouth. Mike Tyson's honestly probably one of my favorite people. Mike Tyson, the the quote that and, – and here's the thing. I don't agree with like everything, like every aspect of this quote, but I still think it's hilarious even though I don't agree with it. 
He's like, people on social media. <laughs> yes. Well, I, I need to find the exact quote, actually. So I'm pretty sure. Going. I'm pretty sure it's on. Okay. Just before we, because I know exactly where you're going. I just want to announce. You remember how Lil Nas X did that thing where he put the blood in the Nike shoes, the Satan Nike shoes, and everyone was freaking out? Right. Tony Hawk. There's video of Tony Hawk having his blood drawn. Do you I see that this. story? Yeah. yeah he's it. He's like painting skateboards with his blood and selling them and ever and little nosk x comes out and he's like he said quote now that tony hawk has released skateboards with his blood painted on them and there was no public outrage are y'all ready to admit y'all were never actually upset about the blood in the shoes and maybe you were mad for some other reason i don't know what other reason he's insinuating frankly i don't care because i bet it's probably race baiting or homosexual baiting and i don't believe in uh discrimination or anything like that but you're looking for a quote and i believe also like while it is that we're like while it is that we're like talking about that he i understand what he's saying but this is how it is when anybody does anything for a first time when anybody like does like blood shoot like it's stupid when tony hawk does it and it's stupid when he does it i this is just me personally i think it's a stupid trend Oh, I agree. I like. I don't think that Tony Hawk is any better than Lil Nas X. I, and Lil Nas X can come out and say people are mad at him because he's gay, which there probably is a little bit of truth to that. I don't think people are mad at him because he's black. But this is what I would also say. You put a pentagram and you've celebrated. And Tony Hawk also doesn't have a music video of him twerking on Satan. So you're like celebrating Satan and the devil in a very Christian country. So then which Tony Hawk is as disgusting as putting his blood on skateboards is. And I'm not even sure how that's really legal. He's not celebrating an icon that most of America finds horrid. Well, and also like I'm sick of this thing where people do things that are provocative and then get super whiny about how it's provocative he, he's a provocateur yeah he, he he's 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 milo yiannopoulos i don't like for those of you who don't yep. know who that is he was like a, like he's milo yiannopoulos that's all that he is he's, Dude, he's a if rapping... you're gonna be different you have to understand that people who are different have never been like the reason that you're different is because you're like not accepted and and you're doing like that's part of the gig. That's part exactly. of the exactly. Lil Nas isn't actually like like th- this is the big thing. Every celebrity that you see and talk to, very few celebrities are real. Most of them are putting on an act. Most of them, like, th- they're acting. Right? Oh yeah, it's a persona. Dude. Most of them. I don't know how familiar you are with like Twitch, like like streaming and gaming. You know, Doctor Disrespect. Uh uh-uh. uh So he's like this gamer, right? And like this whole thing is like it's, it's like a seventies like Tom Selleck kind of vibe. That he gives off. That's kind of so he's sick. always in char- he's always in character, right? Always. So he's always like screaming champs and like spitting like and like, you know what I mean? Like it's just like it's a whole bit, and he always does it, and he's he never leaves it. And he's obviously not like that in real life. It's just an act. That's most celebrities, and so this thing where Lil Nas is like, "Oh my gosh, I'm being persecuted." Shut up, dude. You were just the first person to do it, and that's why you got the reaction that you did. And, and it's the same thing to. It's the same thing with like LeBron forming like forming quote unquote a super team. You and I've had that conversation. They're mad at him because he did it first. That's it. Yeah. No. And if you want to be a revolutionary, then you have to understand. Like, if I want to be a professional football player, then I don't get to be upset that I'm famous and everybody wants my autograph and everybody wants to bother me all the time. Like that's like everything's obvious. Uh, like 
if you don't get what's obvious, then you have a serious issue. And I'll just say these two things because I actually think this leads in very well to our uh, our slander of J.R. Smith here in a second. But as someone who, uh, so I don't know if you know who Will Kane is. He hosts Fox News Primetime. He and very, I very familiar. Yes. I. How do you feel about Will Kane? Uh, I. I think there are things that he says that are stupid, but like that's everybody. And I think the hate that he gets is mostly from, we'll put it this way. I think that there's a certain group of sports um, personalities that don't like him. And it's because they're in their bubble of sports casting, of, of like sports casting opinion that's acceptable. Yeah. And he, he doesn't speak from a, he speaks from an average viewer perspective. Well, he, he has a law degree. So fun fact right if you if you check his uh twitter account it says right. that he's following me because he is and right. uh will kane and i got some dms if you know what i'm saying hold on hold on Jeez. wait for it there we go will kane and i got some dms anyway so will kane and i were talking this was a few years ago um will kane used to be on first take he used to have his own show on espn radio and one of the things that he said is he didn't like he went to school for broadcast journalism and he said he didn't like it because it felt like he was majoring in acting. He felt like he was putting on a character when he was going on the screen. He ended up going to school to be a lawyer. And then he ended up getting back into sports broadcasting and broadcast journalism because that's what he does now. But he said that same thing when he and I talked. And also, if you want, don't want to take his word for it, as someone who was very close to... I'm very close to someone who works directly with Drake and Travis Scott. And he'll tell you the exact same thing. He says that like neither one of them, especially Drake, are what they lo- are what they seem like they are. He said Drake. Well, I don't know if I should say this, but I won't say exactly what he said. But like they are not who they say they are, who they act like they are. Like they're basically just puppets who their managers tell them to be, and that's what keeps the money coming. But you brought up a Mike Tyson quote that you and I read yesterday because of. J.R. Smith. So the quote that you were looking for, did you find it or you want me to pull it up? No, I got it. Social media has made you all way too comfortable with disrespecting people and not getting punched in the face for it. Okay. So you and I are not going to take a serious approach to this because we don't care. If J.R. Smith wants to come fight me, he can square up, but I don't think that he will. So J.R. Smith has been a meme for, I would argue, ever since... Like, the last 10 years, he's probably been a meme. My dude's been a meme since he was, like, untying people's basketball shoes at the free throw line. And I love J.R. Smith. Like, like you can ask my siblings. You can ask my boys. J.R. Smith's probably one of my favorite people to play as in 2K because the boy can shoot the lights out. But so so J.R. Smith comes out the other day, and he's playing – um, he's playing golf for North Carolina A&T. So he comes out with this quote and he says, quote, not one positive post about going to school and trying to better myself. Y'all make it look so weak slash corny to inspire my people to want to do better. You consistently bring up and post BS. And then there was a quote about, where's the quote about like the Hennessy and stuff? Maybe they took, oh, here it is. He said, quote, I, that Henny bleep really not funny though. Can y'all try a different joke? Not really mad at the kid. Honestly, they go and say whatever, but the disrespect y'all post is truly enough. As a black man in America, y'all still can't move on from the BS that people continue to put on your name. So the 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 reference to the Henny was at the beginning just because like they're acting like he's always drunk. And I told the story a couple weeks ago. Like my 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 girl literally helped him at a movie theater and he was blackout drunk. So like 
dude, it's okay. You're a celebrity. But I, I don't even know where we start to break this down, but I do find it very entertaining. So can I try? Why? So he, he said right here, like even starting at the beginning, right? That stuff, not really not funny. Y'all can try a different joke. I want to read off some people, some names, and I want you to tell me if these people get trolled. Okay. All right? Adele. Uh, yeah, people meaned her for a while because they thought she was fat. Okay, Meghan Markle. Um, yeah, she probably got put on blast a lot, but she's hot, so I'll roll with it. I put her on blast, so I'm one of those people. Piers Morgan. Um, I just remember watching him on America's Got Talent as a kid, and I just know he's angry all the time. But yeah, he's kind of a meme. Donald the pe- Trump. The people you sent to me in the text yesterday, those people were good memes. Oh uh, yeah, Donald Trump's obviously a meme. Right. Uh, Ariana Grande, Billie Eilish, uh, Simon Cowell, Harry Styles, Kim Kardashian. Well, any Kardashian. Aaron Chrissy Hernandez. Te- Aaron Hernandez, Chrissy Teigen, Kanye West, Chris Jenner. Johnny Ken- Manziel. Kendall Jenner, Johnny Manziel, Justin Bieber, Elton John. Um, if we Ryan keep going. Lochte. Rihanna, st- like Rihanna. Here's the thing. Rihanna still gets abuse for getting abused by Chris Brown. Like, and it's like, like there's memes about it, and I shouldn't say that it's funny because I don't think abuse is funny, but I think that like, I don't know, I, I think it's kind of funny. Like, Caitlyn Jenner. Like, oh yeah, a meme. No, but can we agree that the biggest sports meme of all time is Manti Teo? Manti Teo had a fake girlfriend that died, but wasn't really his girlfriend. <laughs> And wasn't it that same season that A.J. McCarron's mom said that Jameis Winston couldn't speak English and in her defense he couldn't? Uh, let's talk about Ryan Lochte, right? Let's talk about Megan Rapinoe. Let's talk about uh, Tim Tebow still, right? Uh, let's talk about Tiger Woods, right? If, if Wait, the complaint- why don't the Jaguars just hire Tim Tebow to be the team chaplain? Dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just here, – here's the thing. Even in his post – Right, even in his comment that he put down on Instagram, his he said not really mad at the kid. Honestly, they gonna say whatever. But at House of Highlights, the disrespect y'all post, it's truly enough. Dude, okay, I hate it when people. This is like my biggest like if if you're this is one of my biggest red flags with women is like that the women who tell you they're not mad when they actually are. It's like, bro, if you're mad, just tell me that you're mad. And I'm not I'm not currently calling out the girl I'm currently dating. I'm just saying, like, I hate it when women say that they're not mad and they are. Like, if you say that you're not mad, but you actually are, you don't get to then have a conversation with me about what you're mad about. You already told me that you weren't upset. JR, like, don't come out and be like, yeah, I'm not even mad about what he said. But I'm going to release an entire Instagram rant about it because I actually am low-key kind of mad. Well, and this is actually un- a little bit unrelated, but just as, like, some marriage advice for people. I call it gunny sacking, right? You don't get to reach back into the the sack of like all the problems that y'all have oh, had yeah. in the past. After, like this is my general rule. In that moment that an issue occurs, obviously if it's not an appropriate time to talk about it, you can wait until that night, right? I get that. But if a day has passed, you do not and you have not brought it up, you do not get to be mad and yell at someone for something that happened 24 hours earlier. You can discuss it like an adult right then or at the appropriate time, but you don't get to pull things out of the closet from eight years ago and fight about them, right? Once you're done, you're done. That's my general thought on it. But going back to like this J.R. Smith stuff, 
he's not mad about the kids saying so he, so the problem isn't the content of the joke because if he, he was if he had a problem with the content of the joke he would be mad at the kid right because what the kid said like that's the content of the joke he's mad that house of highlights did it why does he why is he mad that house of highlights did it because house of highlights has a lot larger reach than that kid so his problem isn't what was said he his problem wasn't his reputation being quote unquote slandered he doesn't care right it's that a major outlet for sports specifically basketball house of highlights move this stuff on so that's his problem his pro he at the end of the day i'm sorry that's that's the reason that it feels fake to me he has done stupid things for as long as he's been in the nfl like sorry not the nfl the nba right i from untying people's shoes right to taking stupid as freak shots at weird times from deciding the infamous i'm not going to take a shot i'm going to dribble it out to half court and screw over the cavaliers chances at like even competing jr smith has done a lot of stupid things and also has said a lot of stupid things like jr smith has said some things that even gods like like even like speaking of the devil like jr smith has said some things that even the devil's like no like, I can't touch that. Right? Like, he has said some things that even, it's like, no, dude. Right? He, he called Sam, like, do you remember Sam Decker, right? Not a very yeah, good yeah, basketball yeah. player. He said yes. Sam Decker, he said Sam Decker was a racist, as if that could possibly be unvetted when you're playing in a league that is mostly African American. Like, Sam, like, and it's because Sam Decker supposedly supports Donald Trump. We have no clue. Generally, I would say that that's probably accurate but again the idea that like Yikes. someone's racist because they 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 support a different political candidate than you that's wild and i'm sorry i'm looking at it and he he in, in in the next portion as a black man in america you still can't move on from the bs that people continue to put on your name oh my gosh in like in all the names that i read most of them are white and they are memed like like think about this caitlin jenner right olympian right like an olympian will never be able to go anywhere in their life without being harassed about being transgender like dude it's literally just the price of being famous the, like it's and not even a thing, price it it's just a side effect and it, here's the thing i'm not justifying anything that anybody says i i personally don't think the like like i think it's a good thing that jr smith's going back to class honestly okay if he's but, actually going to class fine but, like, if he's going there to play golf, dude, and you're already famous, you got millions of dollars, like, he's like, I'm trying to better myself. Did he go there to better himself or to play golf? I, yep. Because the announcement was not that he was going back to college. The announcement was that he was going to play golf. Yeah, Those he wanted to see if he could get approved. Like, like, let's not twist this and act like you wanted to go back to school so that you could get a degree. First of all, you don't need the money. You don't need the help. And, it, like, I'm looking right now. Like, I can't even find what he's studying. The only thing I know for sure is that he's taking an African-American studies class and the kids in his group and class don't believe that it's him. Um Dude, if you're trying to better yourself, you could get into any university in the world. In like it, like I'm, I'm sure any university would allow you to take classes there because you're a celebrity. Like if you really wanted to better yourself, you could go to other places. Like 
Let's call a spade a spade. A spade is not a club. A spade is not a heart. A spade is a spade. And right now, you are trying to change the narrative and move the goalposts because people are yelling at you. And so now you're trying to put on this facade that you actually are like, uh, you're you're an intellectual. You are you were out here trying to better your education because you're mad that you skipped college. And it's like, dude, people who are pretty confident in who they are don't have to flex about it. And you're not, you weren't flexing about the not going to school thing until people called you out for being an idiot. Then you got insecure and then you got mad at people for calling you out for stuff. Let's be honest, Jared Smith, this is the most famous you've been, even more famous than you ever were playing in the NBA finals. Well, and here's the thing, like, this is actually like, I'm, this is some life advice for people, okay? I'm okay with people posting on their social media what they believe in, even if I don't agree with it. I think yeah. it's – I like that people have a platform, even the stupid ones. I like that they have a platform, and you should be able to share whatever you want on it. Even if yep. I think it's disgusting, Yep. I think you should be able to share it. But the more that you have to remind people of how tolerant you are or how nice you are or how thankful you are or how giving you are – usually the less you are in real life the most intolerant people i've ever met in my life usually have tolerance all over their facebook and instagram pages i'm just saying yeah like like people who have money don't like this is like a dumb example and i know people like i've heard about it before mark zuckerberg wears the same outfit every single day mark zuckerberg is not wearing chains because mark zuckerberg has so much money he knows how rich he is. He's confident he in how rich he is. He he doesn't even think that it's like an appropriate use of time for him to choose what he wears in a day. And not everybody thinks like that. Not all billionaires are the same. But no, he's he's got like Bill Gates. Bill Gates looks like a like a substitute math teacher with less ambition. That's what he looks like. Bill Gates has more money than you and I could like count given an entire lifetime, counting by tens. Right. And like it's it's the same way with all people who are successful. And so I don't understand this thing where we're like, like, man, as uh, like not one positive post about going to school and trying to better myself. You're not you're going to school to play golf. That was the report. But you want to move the goalposts because now you're sensitive about people yelling at you and you want to play the victim. And here's the other thing. Y'all trying to make it look so weak and corny to inspire my people to want to do better. You constantly bring up and post. Then why don't you pay for a bunch of these kids to go to school? Kids who actually need it instead of you using it as a platform for you to play golf and get more fame. If you really are about helping people, then how about you take the money that you're wasting to just go off and be an idiot? And look, like if you're studying things, awesome. But if you're really about other people, like... There are so think about all the charities that you've never heard of. Those are probably the ones that are helping people. Like all these ones that like if you have to the conversation we were just having, I will never forget. Like I, I've I, I just I've always kind of had a big mouth, like a little bit. And I remember all the time, like my when I was a kid playing basketball, my dad would say, Stop talking. Like your talk your playing will do the talking if you're good enough. Kids who talk are usually the ones who suck. If you pull up at a court with LeBron James, LeBron is not going to walk up to you and be like, hey, bro, guess how many finals rings I have. He's not going to be like, hey, bro, guess how many times I've been an all-star. He's going to dunk and probably put his genitals in your face as he does it because he doesn't have anything to say to you because he doesn't need to. 
And that's the thing, actually, is that's actually one of the things that's brought up against LeBron is because LeBron is like, I'm the greatest player of all time. Yes. Le- but like, and if my- he were to roll up to you at a pickup court, like he wouldn't even say that. He would just dominate you. Right, right, right. But like, that's what I'm saying is that like, that's even one of the things that has been used against LeBron in the past is that people have said, hey, Michael never declared himself the greatest player on earth. Other people have declared didn't Michael. have to. Right. And so LeBron, and LeBron has. Right. And so that's something that's also, I, I just, I'm sorry. I don't. If Mark Zuckerberg, like, let's talk about it, right? If Mark Zuckerberg pulled up to college today, great, because he didn't graduate, right? But if Mark Zuckerberg pulled up to college today and Mark Zuckerberg decided that he was going to go to school, he would get drug through the mud because he wasn't paying for other kids to go to school. Even though objectively Mark Zuckerberg has done more good for the entire human race by creating Facebook and basically starting social media, like, in a in a worldwide way, giving people a means to connect from all across the world. Let, let let's put it this way: J.R. Smith played basketball for a living, and people let let's say some people are inspired by him, right? Let's let's even like be over optimistic. Let's say he has inspired millions of people. Inspired is an overstatement, right? But let let's 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 overstate. Let's okay. say he's done that. He has still done less good than someone like Mark Zucker, like Mark Zucker, and I don't like Mark Zuckerberg very much personally. But he has done less good than a lot of these people who have actually done things and they don't care about what CNN or House of Highlights or Huffington Post or the Daily Beat, like all these places post about them. Like, do you think, do, do you think most successful people read their headlines? That's, that's, that's I the, know like, most successful people don't. And that's what I'm saying is like, that's, we're, we're entering this era now. Where we have people like J.R. Smith and Kevin Durant who read the stuff people write about them and take it personally. I do not think that Magic Johnson reads stories about Magic Johnson because I think Magic Johnson has lots of money, really nice teeth that he paid for with all that money. He's got a really nice house. He's got a really nice life. And regardless of what the Huffington Post writes about him or what ESPN decides to run that day, his life does not change. He changes his mind and his life when he reads stuff like that and takes it personally. And so when I see things, people like J.R. Smith, I don't have a problem with you defending your legacy, dude. But, like, then correct the reporting. I'm not going there primarily to play golf. I'm going there to, like, learn and better myself. He's never said that before now. He's never said it. It's always been about golf. Until right now, when it's convenient. I'm sorry. I don't believe you. Yeah, J.R., we're not buying what you're selling. Like, if you want to help people, go help people. But don't say that you want to help people just so that we will hop off your back because we won't. We will keep it 100. And people who know what they are don't need other people to tell them what they are. I get having a chip on your shoulder. I have a chip on your shoulder because my high school basketball coach kicked me off the team and told me I'd never amount to anything and that no one would ever trust me. That's a chip on your shoulder. But reading mentions of every single person who dislikes you, that's just that's so much insecurity that you're looking for reasons to self-hate and masking it as confidence that's not confidence and this has gotten really deep um unless uh i think that's our time for today unless you got anything you want to drop before we head out i think the only thing else that i would drop is i think and we can talk about this more at another point as well so i won't say very much about it but i think this is one of the primary reasons why we see spikes in mental illness and mental like and and emotional problems in the United in like in the United States, but all of Western society is because people think that identity is wrapped up in what people say or think about you, and what you say or think about yourself. Your identity is one hundred percent 
disconnected from the external and it's 100% connected to the internal. Yep. Your your identity is independent of what other people think of you. Your yep. identity is yours and no matter how I slander you, it doesn't affect your value like it's a common thing that we actually talk about in our like in our in our faith right the there's a religious leader in our faith um and by the name of sharon eubank and she talked she talked about how to god right there are times where we are less worthy because of the decisions that we make but we are never worth less and this idea that your actions or the actions of other people or your words or the words of other people somehow change your identity is insane and it's the reason why people are having like the struggles that they're having mentally and emotionally it's because when you connect yourself to these stupid and ever-evolving ideas of what it like of, of your life it's nuts it's crazy and i just we'll talk about it more obviously but people like jr smith dude get off twitter man you're way too successful to like be on twitter and instagram and to be losing your mind in the comment sections of house of highlights dude yeah Yo, we got a lot coming up uh, tomorrow. We got um, a quarterback who only threw for 11 touchdowns and even more interceptions last year being said uh, a starting quarterback in the NFL. And it's being said that he's not even as good as Mac Jones is right now. That's a hot take. We got Jake Paul coming out, calling shots at uh, Floyd Mayweather. And um, we just get, there's, a, there's a lot more going on. We got starters in the NFL. The Chicago Bears just named a starter. So there's so much to get to. And uh, yeah, think on that. What would happen if we got one commissioner for all of college football? But that's our time. Y'all keep winning. We will see y'all tomorrow.